You've also got three questions specifically for thinking without the box. And do you think, I imagine this is your practical way to get people using this principle and question their assumptions. Yeah. So the three questions I normally use to keep this simple is to first ask, why is the box there to begin with? The second question is who put it there and why? And the third question is, should it remain there? So you can take any part of your life now and do this exercise. You can do it right now. You can do it with the podcast. You can do it with anything. If you're going to do it with something like schooling, you might ask, why is the box there to begin with? And I've had school principals tell me that uh, the first versions of modern schools came from very religious kind of groups who wanted to indoctrinate children from a young age. They figured if they had the conduit for like their upbringing and cultivating them in society, they could obviously imprint their ideals from a young age. I would agree. If I was going to imprint values in people, I'd want to be able to start as young as possible. There's this other context of the industrial revolution and, uh, you know, Horace Mann, who has had a big impact, impact and imprint on our education system and the industrial revolution, we needed people to be kind of obedient factory workers. That was when we urbanized. I think 50% of the population moved from rural areas to living in big cities. This living in big urbanized cities is very recent in human history. And so you needed people who were kind of, you know, they lived in, if you go to uh, England in particular, you see uh, those kind of more industrial revolution-based cities like uh, the Newcastles and the Liverpools and all the houses are the same. And, and so you need people who are going to work long hours just doing this very simple role on the production line. They don't need to be overly motivated. They just need to be kept strict, disciplined. You don't need to make them feel fulfilled or anything to just sit there and honestly do their role. That was the major need it filled. We've got that system as our education system. It hasn't changed. Now more than ever, we've got the digital revolution, we've got the internet, we've got deflationary pressure on prices because Amazon and Google make items and information cheap and they cut out a lot of the middlemen. So things get cheaper. So, you know, and then we get, we can scale, we can do more. There's more ways you can make an income online and everything like that. So we need people to be more creative and they need to be motivated to do that. Our system does the opposite. So this is the whole third question. Should it remain there? We've seen another very tangible example recently with the office. You know, think about the office now after COVID versus the concept of the office before COVID. You think about the office used to collate your resources for doing work, probably from stationary to at a point in time, computers, when computers went in every home to the equipment you needed. Uh, now with COVID, we've been given the reminder, we've, COVID was the kind of should it remain there question, you know? And now for a lot of people, they don't need the material stationary and things and hardware that's in their offices. They can do their job remotely and maybe they should be spending more time with their family rather than just their, their work team, you know, maybe not. Or maybe that, that space can be smaller and shorter because of, uh, you know, things like Zoom and interactive technology. And, and so, yeah, so that you can look at anything and, and question this, question it using that very simple framework because that's why history is so valuable. History, you go back, you see why something was put in place, you'll learn so much more about it than you ever knew. That's why a lot of people are very, masters of a particular domain really understand the history of something. They really understand a lot about how it came to be because that's where you observe the fundamentals of something. 
if you want to understand politics, don't read Donald Trump's book or anything like that. Read uh, The Silk Roads uh, by Peter Frankopan or read Sapiens by Noah uh, Yuval Harari and see how societies came together and see how power struggles happened over time. Um, yeah, history um, always will give you so much actual understanding to the core premise.